Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope your week is going well. Yesterday with the Giants, the football team. I love saying it. It's the football team. Yeah. We're gonna be honest. We recorded on Tuesday. Yes. So we don't know the score. We don't know the final ending. We're predicting Washington to win by 17 touchdowns. Um. No. But yeah. Yeah, Gibson, <laughs> that's just where we're at. Gibson, Gibson will score 14 of those. Exactly. Um, but yeah, again, welcome back to the Fantasy Football Fellows Podcast. Again, with me is Cameron. I'm Tyler. And yes, Lucas is not here again, but he's behind the screen taking care of our edits and all that. Yes. So, hi, Lucas. Thank Hello, you. Lucas. <laughs> um, we will shout him out every single episode. Yeah. He is so vital to. Any everything. success that we've had. Everything that we do, <laughs> everything. I mean, this guy, we mentioned it in last week's episode. This dude is just a master of social media. He is. He's a master yeah. of dark technology. He like, is. Like, me and Ty are lost without him. Oh, man. <laughs> Again, I said it last week that the cool kids say that Lucas is the real MVP. He's a real MVP. So. He also looks like Matt Stafford. Apparently. He also looks like Matt they Stafford. They are just going nuts about that. If, if, if you want to just make Lucas's day 10 times better, go over to our TikTok and post on just any video of him and say you look like Matthew Stafford. And then tag the Rams for him. Yes. Yes. That will make his day. Yes. It will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Again, we uh, we kicked off week two yesterday. I guess I'm playing it as if we're recording yes. it Friday. Thursday was kicked off for week two between the Giants and the football team mm-hmm. uh, in the matchup of uh, the Littles in the, the NFC least. <laughs> I, I, Tell I, me how you really feel. <laughs> can I really say that? Because the NFC North is now this, like, <laughs> wasteland of yeah wins. apparently so, after this last week holy yeah, cow yeah so um i guess in this episode before we get to sunday and the the load of games on sunday cam and i will kind of go through our guys that we're buying low, buying at the low yeah yeah that we're buying low at the moment and uh then we'll also touch on our our stardoms for the week the mm-hmm. guys that we have to start no matter what yep and then uh we'll we'll go through We'll try to go through every game and, and touch on like the one thing that one of us will be specifically watching or hoping 100%. for in that game. So, yeah. Um, I guess with that, sure, buy low. let's go right into buy low. Yeah. Um, so for buy low, Cam and I have talked about uh, three guys that um, did not live up to certain expectations week one. And yeah. uh, if you are someone that is selling one of these guys, we would greatly appreciate mm-hmm. trying to get for our team. So, yeah. um, Cam, do you want to list off the three? So we're going with Cortland Sutton. Mm-hmm. We're going with Damian Harris. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. We just – I am completely blanking. Who is our third? Brandon Ayuk. Right? No, it wasn't Ayuk. It was another receiver. Oh, my gosh. This is embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. Uh, Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Holy cow. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Oh. This is why I write stuff down. 
That was awful. Before yes, we could only remember Robert Woods, we yep. can remember the other two, and now we can't. Okay. So Robert Woods, Corlton Sutton, and Damian Harris. Yes. Those are the three that we were buying low on. And Cam, do you want to do you want to touch on why we're buying low on? We'll start with Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Robert Woods. We're buying low on because last episode we really touched on. We were very excited about how good that Rams team looked. Yep. And historically, I mean, the last three seasons, it's been Cup and Woods have been neck and neck, you yep. know? Mm-hmm. And so for Cup to, or for Woods to only score 12 fantasy points, you know, like some people might be, I mean, Robert Woods is never, like someone is never like, yes, I got Robert Woods, you know? Yep. And you're like, yeah, Robert Woods is a good player. A good so you can buy him like that. But I think, I think Cup and Woods are going to have really, really good seasons this year. Yep. And he's only going to get better from here. So if you can buy him, you know, people are getting rid of Robert Woods in like a Robbie Anderson range right now, you know? Yep. And I think that that would be a great, if you can get him for that or yep. something similar to that, I think that'd be an awesome addition awesome. to your team. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Matt Stafford, honestly, I mean, my way too early prediction for MVP yeah. is Matt Stafford. Like he, like it was phenomenal. I know he was, he was the, we might look at this and be, this is our overreact, overreaction. Yeah, we want one, yeah. but I'm on the same page. He was yeah. phenomenal. He was really good. Yeah. Robert Woods is, our, is one of our three by lows. As you said, they Cooper Cup and Robert Woods have been the definition of consistency yes. in fantasy football. Maybe not in terms of week to week scoring, but in terms of oh, the finals, wow. right. In the terms of the final stats they put up at the end of the year. And Matt Stafford's not going to change that thing. He'll only make it better. It, yeah, it'll only get better. Yeah. There's no way it drops unless someone gets hurt. Yes. So, um, again, Robert Woods is one of our bylaws. Another bylaw of ours is uh, is a favorite of Lucas's. It's yes. Damien Harris. Yeah. Are we buying low on Damien Harris? He was extremely inf- efficient in this last game, and people are going to be really scared away from uh, him because of James White, like we talked about last game. And he's not, I mean, maybe two or three catches in the passing game. But he's just, I mean, he's drafted as running back 36. Yeah. And he's really not shooting up anyone's draft boards, you know. And, I mean, he had 100, 100 rushing yards and on five five yards per attempt. And he, yeah. you throw a touchdown on there, I mean, he's 16, 18 points a game yep. with a touchdown. And I, I would bet without Cam Newton, he scores half the games. Yeah. I would bet he scores eight touchdowns this year. Yeah. So you're going to, I mean, a guy with a floor of like eight, and the ceiling of 16, 18. So he's a solid flex play. Yeah, yeah, he is. And and I think the big thing that scares people away is he's like the the Walmart version of Josh Jacobs, yeah. just how they don't get any receiving work. And I mean, he's a Patriots running back. People have always been scared of Patriots running backs, right? But Damian Harris is, seems to be like this one running back that will that like could change yes. this whole like running back room for the Patriots. That he will be the guy. Oh, I agree. Obviously, he's going to come out on passing downs, but I mean, beside anyone outside of the top five running backs, yeah. I mean, Jonathan Taylor has Nike Hines. Yeah. He goes out, Hines goes in on passing downs. There are, it's not uncommon to find a pass catching running back with a early down running back. Yeah. And Harris makes the most of his opportunities. So. He does. He, he did it last year too. Yeah. Did it last year. So, Buy low on Damien Harris. 100%. You're not going to regret it. Yeah. And the number and the the third guy. Yeah. I, I'll take this one. You thank you. It's Corlin Sutton. 
in the last episode was mentioned in I shouldn't say even mentioned it was uh, a focal point of our <laughs> episode to point out that I traded Darren Waller yes for Cam and Cam Akers for Will Fuller and Corbin Sun because I need wide receiver help yes and I was like oh sweet Sun's active for week one he goes out onto the field and one catch, three targets, 14 yards. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he was not good. But there's optimism with Corlin Sutton. And I I need we I need to rephrase this. There's optimism for Corlin Sutton because unfortunately mm-hmm. Jerry Judy is now out for six to eight weeks yes. with a high ankle sprain. We do not like injuries. No, we are we <laughs> do not get that wrong. We are anti injury. <laughs> we know we do not want anyone to get injured. Maybe except for if you play for the Packers. That's something that's another conversation oh, for another time. No. Can I go there? I uh, sorry. We're anti injury. I'm being dead serious. We're anti injury. Yeah. We don't want to see anyone get injured. But some that's part of the game is how you react to certain players going down with injury. Cortland Sutton walks in as the number one pass target yeah. for Teddy Bridgewater going forward. So mm-hmm. um, buy low, especially after last week's performance. Um, I think it can only go up. And I think as fantasy managers, we have such short term memories. Like we forget in 2019 how good Cortland Sutton was. Yeah, I mean, he was he was really. I mean, he had a, like eleven hundred fifty yards. He was and, a top twenty fantasy wide yeah. receiver. And there's no reason once he gets healthy that he can't return to that. I mean, Teddy can support that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would think that that's where I see Sutton going. And that was why when Ty offered me that trade, I was actually struggling with it. You know, like because mm-hmm. I know how good Sutton has been. And same with right. Fuller. Like Fuller was putting up top ten numbers before he got this. Um, was the kind of steroids or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, it was. Sorry, I'm just... no, no, you're good. It's just that that's why we're excited about Sutton. That's why we think you should buy low on Cortland Sutton is because he just has that potential. And I mean, it's not going to be flashy. Like it's not going to be like a seven year bomb. It's going to be, he'll break a, he'll break a couple tackles. He'll have eight, nine targets. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not saying he's going to score you 40 points a game, but 25, 20, I mean, that, that's definitely number one possibilities. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'm, I'm just fact-checking the 2019 year for Corlin Sutton. Uh, he finished that year as wide receiver 19. There you go. Um, and that was just because there were some – that was Michael Thomas's breakthrough year. Yeah. So that was just a relatively good year for wide receivers. So – um, again, buy low in Corlin Sutton, it can only go up from here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's a great flex play, 100%. he will touch wide receiver two territories, yes, soon. So, um, that kind of covers our, our buy low guys, buy low. Uh, and with that, we'll transition right into our stardoms of the week. Stardoms, and uh, Cam and I also talked about one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end that, uh, if we have these guys, we have automatic. Like there is no conversation about it. Yeah. These guys are playing. So 
Uh, I'll take a quarterback first. Okay. Um, it is Mr. Tom Brady. Oh, and the Buccaneers time. are playing the Falcons. Ooh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, no offense, Jalen Hurts. Great quarterback. But oh, he does. torched that. Yeah. Yeah. And Tom Brady's coming off. I mean, he showed why he, we call him the GOAT. And he's not going to slow down. A divisional game? Nope. Not a chance. At home? You better believe it. He is going to put up crazy numbers in this game. Yep. I have Josh Allen in my dynasty league, and I have Tom Brady, and I am starting Tom Brady over Josh Allen. And I'm not even going to think twice about it because he is just that good against this awful offense. And Bruce Arians and Tom Brady do not slow down. Yep. They just continue to put up points. So that is why Tom Brady is a start of the week. And if there's any reason as to why you're curious why you're not starting Josh Allen, it's because the Bills are playing the Dolphins. Yeah. The Dolphins have Xavier Howard and Byron Jones yeah. as their starting corners. That takes care of Jalen Waddle and Will Fuller. Will Fuller will still put up these you mean Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley? Oh, my goodness. How did I get that one wrong? Oh, my goodness. I was like, wow, they're covering their own guys. We need to clip that, oh, get that no. out. But, yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying Josh Allen's going to have a bad week by any means. I just yeah. think Tom Brady's going to have that good Better of a week, week that you – I don't care who you have. I'm probably certain Tom Brady. Maybe Kyler Hurry would probably be my only one, but that's about it. Or Mahomes, obviously. You're yeah, not starting yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. All right. Our running back – is David Montgomery against the Bengals. Ty, you want to take this one? I feel like I, I I probably could, but I don't think I could do it justice because I don't have Montgomery. No. Someone does. David Montgomery was – I mean, he looked special yeah. uh, against the Rams, and the Bengals are not the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dalvin Cook should put up 20 fast points against them, and I would expect David Montgomery to do the same. And – the Bears passing attack is not the same as the Vikings passing attack, so they're going to need to lean on that running game even more. Even more. And so I think that David Montgomery could put up a very, very good game this week. He had 18 fast points last week. I would assume he improves against the worst defense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's why he is one of our starts of the week. Yeah. At wide receiver, Mr. Keenan Allen, this one you're going to take. Yeah, it pains me that I don't have Keenan Allen on it, any of my fantasy teams this year. Maybe – actually, we do. That's just in our fellas yeah, leagues. But, um, look, Keenan Allen against a tough Washington defense put up nine catches on 100 yards, which is very similar to what he was doing last year yeah. with touch, touchdowns just kind of sprinkled all over the place. But, um, right, nine catches, 100 yards, that's 19 points. Yeah. Um, yeah, and in a touchdown, that's at 25. Yeah. Um, and here's the other great thing about that, uh, that game for Keenan Allen, he had 13 targets. Yes. So targets are not go, are not dropping for him anytime soon. And who do the chargers play? Dallas Cowboys, a very suspect Dallas Cowboys defense who were just in a shootout. Yes, they did. They did surprise a little bit. They did show flashes of some good defense, but it's still the Cowboys. It's still the Cowboys. And that's, I mean, uh, Trayvon Diggs is like the only corner that's worth mentioning for this team. So, and I, you know, it's Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is a top five wide receiver in in football. In football, yeah. I mean, he's a crazy good route runner. Uh, it's going to take a miracle for 
Trayvon Diggs to like really slow down Keenan Allen. So yes, Keenan Allen is a must start this week. Awesome. And I will give you our tight end to Noah Fant against the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why do we like Noah Fant? He's, he's like, I mean, he, I'm going to, I'm going to try to hit as many targets as I can here. He's now the number two pass catching option in this yep. offense. He is the biggest body other than Corlin Sutton. Mm-hmm. So if Corlin Sutton's getting kind of locked down, just throw it up for no offense. Yeah. And that's what Teddy kind of does when he panics a little bit. He just uh-huh. kind of throws it up. Um, but the other thing, um, they're going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars, you said. Mm-hmm. Um, they just let up – I'm going to get this right. They let up – it was 40 – Something 41, I think it was. Oh, why can't oh, it was 37. Oh, 37. Sam, my mistake. My mistake. But the fact that this defense led up 37 points to the Houston Texans is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. So, um, the Urban Meyer era is here, baby. It's here and it's here to stay. Um, don't expect this Jaguars defense to like magically change from one week yeah. in like one week. It's going to take dare seven I say, years. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, dare I say the entire season. Yeah. And maybe I'm playing it safe by saying the entire a firing season. of Urban Meyer. <laughs> right. Um, expect Fant to get, I want to say like six catches, 60 yards. Mm-hmm. Maybe he scores, but still 12, like six, Six catches, his, 60 yards is modest. His for baseline is 12 points. Yeah. And that's his, that's probably his four against this Jaguars defense with Judy out. Yep. Yep. Not much needs, not much more needs to be said about fans. Sure. He did this. He had that kind of stat line against the Giants last week. So yeah. 12 points is not something to kind of shrug off. No, not at all for tight end position. Yeah. So that finishes up our stardoms for the week. Yes. Um, dive into these games let's dive into these games and give you something to to watch for something that we're excited to watch um obviously thursday night game was the other night or what yeah it was thursday but since we're recording this on tuesday we were looking forward to i guess i was looking forward to watching how um oh who's what's his name not heineke wide receiver terry mclaurin is going to do with Taylor Heineke. I mean, you saw it in the playoffs last year that Heineke mm-hmm. was, I don't want to say revelation, but he like, he looked seriously Good. impressed. Yeah. I mean, so there's reason to watch that. So yeah. that was something I was watching. Yeah. Cam, what about you? Yeah. I think the same thing. I think it's just continue to watch. Does Antonio Gibson continue to step into that role, you yeah. know, um, taking over that backfield completely. Yep. All right. So, uh, we will roll into the Sunday games for awesome. this week. Uh, first game that we'll talk about is the Patriots and the Jets. All right, all right. Um, Kim, what are you watching for in that game? Um, well, I, I think I'm watching, again, just this Patriots running backs. Yeah, I'm watching Damian Harris. Does he continue to take a step forward? This is a bad team. Uh-huh. And he should be running the ball a lot. So we'll see really how much he gets involved when they, they're kind of in that positive game script of we're up. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what I'm watching. Cause I think, I think he does take over yeah. and that's kind of, that's why we were, he was part of our bylaw. So yep. yeah, that's what I'm watching. Yeah. I would say something with the jets. It'll be interesting to watch them, uh, run their offense without Mekhi Becton, who's out four Ooh, to five weeks. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's I think big. that was thing. So that's big to watch. But the thing that I'm going to be watching the, the most is to see how these receivers are also going to work out for okay. the Patriots. Yeah. Between Janu, Hunter Henry, Jacoby Myers. I've been on the Jacoby Myers train for yeah. a little bit now. Mm-hmm. And he, he had nine targets. He only had six catches and like 50 yards or something. Yeah. So it wasn't a terrible game, but nine targets is yeah. a lot better Nothing than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And then you mix in out Nelson Aguilar too and the tight ends and just to see who kind of steps up as that kind yeah. of leader of the For receiver. Sure. So next game we'll go over is the Bengals and the Bears. Bengals and the Bears. The Battle of the Bees. Cam, what are you watching? Um, well, I'm going to be watching the running backs for sure, but the thing I'm going to be watching closely is um, just to, Jamar Chase continue to establish himself as that wide receiver one in that offense. Mm-hmm. He looks like it. I mean, he was he was Joe Bar- Joe Burrow's go-to on third downs. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like a safety valve. I'm going to throw it to you. Uh, his his week looked a lot better with that long touchdown. He took that away. It was about 10 points. But I want to see, does he really continue to establish himself and kind of shake off those doubters? Uh-huh. Uh, he is the wide receiver one of the offense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing that I'm watching is actually Cole Komet for the Bears, uh, partially because he's my dynasty starting tight end, so I'm really <laughs> kind of hoping that he, like, produces a little bit. Yeah. Um, maybe this will be the week that Justin Fields hops in. I don't think it's too early to ask that question. No. But, um, like I said, if Fields is in, yeah. how does Dalton was abysmal, so why not put in Fields? Why not? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm watching Cole Komet pretty closely at that game. Um, another game we got, we'll go with the Raiders against the Steelers. The matchup of the West and the East in the most decorated franchises. Probably two, in the NFL. two definitely of the top, probably five. Yeah. I know I'll start this one off. I know I am watching. Deontay Johnson. All right. Just because if he has another good game, you best believe I'm going to stick it in y'all's face <laughs> because Chase Claypool <laughs> truthers, all of you who say Deontay Johnson can't be the wide receiver one. Did you see Chase Claypool? Yeah. Shut it. <laughs> Shut it. That's, that's the only reason why I'm watching Deontay just to prove the hater. Oh. Yeah. I'm watching uh, in this one Najee Harris after uh-huh. Tyson Williams and Latavius Murray kind of ran through this um, defense pretty good. I would I would assume he's out there the same amount of snaps, but I want to see production this week. Yeah, if there's no production this week, I might start worrying yeah. if he's out there the same amount of snaps. Um, but I would assume there is. I would I would be I'd be pretty happy to start Najee Harris this week. And yeah. so yeah, that's kind of that's one. What I'll definitely watch if that game. Yeah. Uh, n- another game that we'll be watching. Excuse me. Allergies just suck. No. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> another game we're watching is the Houston Texans and the Cleveland Browns. Oh. Not because it's the Texans, but because Nick Chubb might run for 300 yards. He might. Yeah, I... He might actually. Oh, this is. <laughs> 
if if he does it, I if there is an over under on Nick Chubb rushing yards, I don't care what they put it at. Yep, I am taking the over. Yeah, I. <laughs> there's no way they slow him down. No, there's no. Chance. I don't care what they look like. Jacksonville's abysmal too, or is awful too. So we have no idea how bad this defense actually is. And I think the Browns are going to show. Yeah, and uh, just a nice little plug. If you all don't know what underdog fantasy is, uh, go hop on on underdog. They have a pick them uh, kind of contest, I guess. You you put in a certain amount of money that uh, you deposit, and uh, you as for you know you can make maybe two kind of over under bets. Mm-hmm. You can win double your money, whatever you put in, and if you go more, you win that much more money. There you go. And if there's a Nick Chubb over under. You best believe I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. I'm taking over. the over. So there you go. Um, I guess we'll touch on just a couple more. Yeah. Uh, we will. Let's go over the. Yeah. Let's go over the Colts and the Rams. Yeah. As we've talked about last episode and a little bit in this episode, Cam and I are big, 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 big fans of the Rams. Yes. What are we watching for in this game? I mean, Colts got a good defense. They do. They got a much better defense than the Bears. So it'll be interesting. I want to see how Stafford does against that defense. Yeah. That's what I'm really watching. Yeah. And I think this will be the big test. And I think if they, I mean, Seahawks hard been left. So maybe, maybe they prove Colts don't have the defense that we thought they had. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to see how they look against this defense. Yeah. And conversely, yeah. I'm going to be watching this Colts offense because. Yeah. It, to me, it seemed like this Colts offense last week against Seattle was just kind of Meh. choppy. Yeah, it was just inconsistent. There was no really kind of flow to the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see how you do against like a top five defense in the league. Yeah, because <laughs> um, it'll be pretty telling if you if you're not able to hang with the Rams. Yeah, that that again that's showing. But yeah. if you are able to hang, wow, that's actually that's very good mm-hmm. for you guys. So. Watching the Colts offense as a whole, um, that's what I'll be watching. 100%. One other game. I feel like we have to talk about the Sunday night game. Yeah. Between the Chiefs and the Ravens. It's just going to be a great football game. It's just going to be <laughs> like blow for blow. Yeah, it will be. It'll be so much fun to watch. What are you watching for in that one? Besides just high scoring. Yeah, all that. Um, I think the Ravens backfield. Yeah. Both backfields will be interesting, but I think the Ravens, because um, Latavius has another week in this backfield, I want to see if La- if it's Tyson really takes over or if it's Latavius kind of comes in, they run a committee. Maybe Latavius just completely takes over. That's that's really what I'm watching. Right. Or Love Bell, Devontae yeah. Freeman coming uh, up true, or whatever. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. Yep. I will say Tyson Williams against the Raiders. He looked good. He did look good. I am that may just be because I've never seen Williams play before, but yeah, he he looked good. He, he looked really good. So um I will be watching to see. Hmm. Maybe I'll put I'll say this. If the Chiefs get behind again. Yeah. Um they were down, what was it, 2210 to yeah. the to the Browns, which okay, two scores isn't that bad, mm-hmm. right? But the way that that first half was played, it was all Cleveland. Yeah. If Kansas City, again, comes out just lackluster and a little kind of slow, mm-hmm. 
Um, not to say that I'm going to, you know, like sell any Chiefs players or anything like that, but um, my confidence in them and being kind of the favorites yeah. is just going to drop a little bit because when you get to the playoffs, again, we're really early, but when you get to the playoffs, you can't start slow. Mm-hmm. Um, and they may pay for it. So, again, just to see what kind of pace and tempo this Chiefs team plays at. And I feel like you got to start fast if you're going to go up against Lamar. So, yeah. And I guess the last matchup we'll touch on it's uh, call it bias, call it favoritism. It's the Vikings and the Cardinals. Oh, man, I am worried. Oh, I'm so scared. I, I was so confident. Yep. Before week one. Yep. I was listening to any anybody's talking. There's a lot of like analysts. Oh, the Vikings even is gonna be sneaky this year. And after week one, everyone's like, they suck. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, good thing we get to get face Kyler Murray at home week two. That's so exciting. Well, it's at home. Uh, um, and I am worried about that offensive line. And oh Chandler Jones just had five sacks. Oh so no. <laughs> for the Vikings, the thing that I think is if they can control the defensive line, yeah, I mean, they're they're all going to put up points. Yeah, Jefferson, Thielen, Cook, Kirk. I mean, because they're just an explosive offense, and they mm-hmm. will. Yep. And even if I think Chandler Jones get in there, I still think they're going to put up some pretty good points. Well, because the thing with this Arizona secondary is they're very suspect. Yes, and you've got Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen still mm-hmm. like. You should win on the outside. Yes. It's just a matter of if you can get the ball to the yeah. outside before you're hit. Yeah. And uh, I guess the, the thing with the Vikings over the past probably three years, ever since 2017, it seems like the Vikings have never won the war in the trenches. No. It's either been like the defensive line wins or it's the offensive line actually plays a really good game, but then the defensive line just like is like – It's never both sides. Right. And uh, you saw it against the, the Bengals last week where defensive line kind of stepped up. And then, yeah, the offensive line didn't really, like, improve that much. No. But when Cincy brought in the blitz, the Vikings just got it out quick. Yeah. And they and they were rewarded for it. So just to see how this Viking team does in the trenches. Because if they don't win in the trenches – that directly impacts Dalvin Cook. Oh, and if they don't win in the trenches on defense, they're not going to yeah. – DeAndre Hopkins is going to have another 25-point game. I mean, he is going to light them up. Yeah. But, I, I mean, Peterson played well, but Breland did not look great. And that would worry me about – I mean, Christian Kirk might have a second big week. Yeah. I mean, let's be fair. All four of those wide receivers, A.J. Green, Rondell Moore, DeAndre yes. Hopkins, Christian Kirk, they can all have big weeks again. Yes. This game could also could be a blowout. It could, but it could also be a really good one. So yeah, we're hoping for a really good Viking sweep by victory. Yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> um, with that, it kind of wraps up this episode. Um, again, this was your little preview of week two, our little mm-hmm. stardoms and our little buy lows. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Yes. Um, why am I blanking on words? It's Friday. Like <laughs> we're gonna act like it's Friday. Yeah, when it comes out. So um again, go ahead and check us out on all the socials, socials. Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and Twitter. Twitter. 
which is going to be blowing up. I heard a little birdie say something. So, um, so yeah, follow, check us out on all those. Follow, give us a follow there. Go check us out on YouTube. You can actually then watch me and Cam look at our beautiful faces, right, play with our hats, and uh-huh. you know, kind of like cover up our mouths yeah. and like you know, very COVID conscious. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go check us out on YouTube. Subscribe. Give us a like. Something. Let us know that you're watching. Uh-huh. Right. Um, but yeah, again, shout out to Tolina for mm-hmm. the intro outro music. Again, you get guys, them up. It, it, yeah <laughs> yeah they they are awesome they i are. mean i still listen to this song this all the time new, this i don't skip repeat. through it anymore yeah, yeah. i skipped through our old one all minute i was one of those guys I but now too. i know i listen to the whole thing you could hit the 15 exactly. three times you're exactly. through it you don't do that anymore no so. um again this has been the fantasy football fellas thank you for checking us out yes. we are just two plus one because lucas again behind the screen shout out to so you three three Dudes, being dudes, dudes, dudes.